Hi, it's BT here. This is Yoga Quick Dive number three. How has November arrived in your life this year? Here in Tokyo, it is probably the best season of the year. In addition to spring, summer, and winter, the rain has retreated to give space to warming sun, clear blue sky, and leaves changing color. The change of season is powerful in many ways, and this summer to autumn into winter transition brings on maturing energies and, with that, abundant emotions. As you might have noticed, Yoga Quick Dive will take a monthly break on the last Thursday of the month, perhaps to allow space for you to reflect on your own. Let's face it: we receive daily an overwhelming number of newsletters in various formats. I want to make sure what you read from me is worth your precious time. So this week, Quick Dive, the popular downward facing dog, the yogic breathing. And the best advice given to Warren Buffett: Body. Now, yoga pose of the week: Downward Facing Dog, or in Sanskrit, Adho Mukha Svanasana. A student, or maybe two, or maybe even ten, asked me, "Why always downward facing dog? Why is this so ubiquitous?" Why do we do it all the time? I answered. In fact, you don't have to spend so much time on downward facing dog. We could even have an entire yoga practice without it. But if you think about it, do you remember the first time you stayed in this pose? Your shoulders were burning. Your hands wanted to slide forward. You could feel the blood rushing to your head. You struggled with the stretch at the back of your legs. It was not easy. And then, over time, without you noticing it, downward dog became your resting place, where you stop to take inventory of how you feel in your body and in your mind. You breathe better in it. That's when you know your body has changed, and so has your mind. What is the most important thing to remember in downward facing dog? Keep your spine as straight, or more. Accurately, as neutral as you could, visualize the S curve of your spine being maintained in downward facing dog, as if you were still standing straight. Avoid rounding your spine. This is even more relevant if you tend to spend a lot of time in your downward facing dog in your practice. Now, how to practice safely? Keep the knees micro bent and your heels lifted off the floor if your hamstrings are tight. Hide your ears between your arms to avoid the shoulders hyperflexion. It's not a competition who can keep the head the lowest to the floor in this pose. Oh, and also, before your first downward facing dog of the day, try to warm up your hamstrings and you know stretch it out and your shoulders, open it out, and then notice if it makes any difference at all. Mind. In this my section this week, we're gonna talk about the yogic breathing. If you've read my yoga quick guide number two two weeks ago, you know pranayama or breathing practice is part of the eight limbs of yoga. One of the very common breathing practices we use in yoga is the yogic breathing, also known as the three-part breathing. 
I wrote about it more in details in my article on breathing and stress management. Tune into my website www.btyogi.com to read. It is simply talking a conscious breathing exercise that involves your full lungs, lower lungs towards your belly area, middle lungs, your chest area, and upper lungs or your collarbone area. It aims to maximize your lungs capacity. It improves the lymphatic drainage from the basal parts of the lungs, massages the organs lying beneath the lungs like the liver, stomach, intestines and others, exerts a positive effect on the cardiac functions and coronary supply and also improve blood oxygenation and circulation. Now you want to know a fact, a fun fact about breathing? In yoga, we believe that human's lifespan is not measured by the number of years you live, but by the number of breaths you take. For example, let's assume that an average person lives to be 80 years old. This is modern day statistic. In yoga, we say an average person lives to take about, mm, say, 430 million breaths. So the longer time you take for a full cycle of breath, the longer you live in years. Which is why animals that breathe fast, such as dogs, won't live more than 15 years and slow-breathing bowhead whales potentially live to be 200 plus years old. So breathe like a whale. Life Anything above the earth and below the sun is life. Hopefully something useful to you, or at least something that will bring a smile to your face. The legendary Warren Buffett has given uncountable advice to many people, from business managers to investors. But from whom does he take advice? After all, he's not a know-all saint. If you've been following him and his company, Berkshire Hathaway, you know of his advisor, the other legend, Charlie Munger. But there is also another person who once gave him an advice he admittedly, in the book Getting There, uses, he used the most in his um, personal and professional life. Thomas Murphy, the former chairman and CEO of the American Postcard Company, also known as ABC, once told Buffett, wherein you can always tell someone to go to hell tomorrow. In short, Think before you react. Someone annoyed you at work today and you feel like kicking their ass? Take a deep breath, sleep on it, and if tomorrow you still feel like doing it, then you can do it. Try not to let your impulsive emotions take control of your decision making. Resist the constant mindless reactions. I often take this as why, as often as I forget to take it, but it has never betrayed me every time I did. How about you? Does it work for you? Tell me your story. Thanks for listening, but don't leave just yet. Ask me two questions. Leave me some comments on my blog at www.btyogi.com. I'd love to hear from you. Until then, take a deep breath and keep your worries away. Mm-hmm.